When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, the NFL had the chance to do the right thing. I believed that the NFL was going to be on the right side of history for the first time ever. Unfortunately, the NFL did what the NFL does. The impact that they've had on Toronto FC, it's undeniable. I understand that you have to defend your quarterback. I understand that you just can't come out and, you know, say, well, you know, we don't want Deshaun anyways. I understand. I get it. I have to do this because I have to appreciate it. Yes, and we're back. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Race Sports Rant. Just trying to uh, figure some shit out. There's a there's like a SWAT team at the end of my street. Twenty cop cars, SWAT officers, drones, helicopters, uh, canine dogs. According to Twitter, they're checking out a suspicious car. not mine we're okay we're not peeps postseason baseball starts friday fucking love it uh tonight we got kristen kimmick president of the bills mafia babes said it wrong 50 times on who's got next last week when i was trying to talk about our our chat fucking hit on the network i'll tell you that much Blew the fuck up this week. More than fucking Mario's ever done for us. Um, no, it was good. It was a good conversation. It, bl- it did blow up. Uh, my most downloaded podcast ever now. Just a whole lot of stuff. She did great. Did so great. We decided to bring her back. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Kristen Kimmick. Hi. What's going on? How are you? Good to see you again. Good to see you. So I'm going to put a little bit of full disclosure to everybody. Kristen and Mario both showed up early. We were chatting. They're both drunk. I sat here quietly trying to figure out why the SWAT team was at the end of my street as I listened to two drunks just talk and talk and talk Listen, about, buff- drink, about Buffalo Bills nonsense. It was just, it was disgusting. All right, Kristen, you are uh, performing a bucket list task right now where you are going to attend every Buffalo Bills game across the planet you were in california um anybody who saw my blogs coming out on deanblundell.com the picture with the the flag that was in california you could see the hollywood sign in the background um kristen you posted this picture while you were in miami just a couple of girls ready to go and have a good time Uh, (laughs) I, i didn't have much to say about the dress until i looked closer and realized it wasn't just your typical hawaiian tropical dress but very nice. Look like two young ladies ready to go hit the town of Miami. Yeah, I actually have to brag about the other woman that I'm in that picture with. Her name is uh, Leslie Willie. That is one of the original founders of the actual term Bills Mafia. It was her, Del Reed, 
and Brie and the three of them, you know, whatever, 15 years ago, were the ones that originally coined the Bills Mafia. She's one of my very best friends, but I just need to need to shout her out because she's one of the best people I've ever met. She told off the Who's Got Next social media manager yesterday, and I just fucking laughed and laughed <laughs> and laughed. I think she deleted the tweet that was gone, and I was so disappointed because I was going to screenshot that shit, and I was just going to pump the hell out of it. I'm going to have to text her and be like, what did you say? <laughs> oh, yeah. He just, because I was going to, I was saying something, and I was basically warning everybody that i was gonna get suspended from twitter again because i was gonna go after somebody and she's like i appreciate you and they were like hey don't encourage him like he's on his last legs on twitter and she just fucking put him on blast and i was like see because that's my girl because what i do all the time to the, to the who's got next it's producer mike is i go on to the business account only him and i tweet from there i go on to there i tweet out some obnoxious shit and then i leave and then he has to deal with all of it. And I don't interfere at all after that. Like, I don't jump in on my own account and try to help out. I just allow him to fend off. He, he's just on cleanup duty. We'll call him the janitor. That's you know? it. So anyways, there you guys are. Ready for a night in Miami. Nice dress. Nice shorts. All ready. And then you went to Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who are listening to the audio podcast... Kristen is wearing a full yellow onesie rain suit with a Buffalo Bills jersey on top with Buffalo Bills Crocs. So we're going to, for the video people, look at it again. Miami. Maryland. <laughs> Listen. Okay, first of all, I actually do need a disclaimer this. Um, because you said I'm drunk. I quit drinking recently and then just kind of picked it back up. I needed a detox. I am like a one beer girl at this point. <laughs> so I had one drink earlier today with dinner and I'm, yeah, I'm a little loopy. Okay. Let me, um, let me explain what's going on here. First of all, step off the crop game. Um, if you're ever walking in the rain or through a Creek, those are the goat. And if you see the little straps in the front, Sir, you can put those in sport mode. They're never going anywhere. The water can run right in. They can run right out. And all I knew was that I was heading down to Baltimore, that we were expecting Hurricane Ian to have the remnants. And we didn't know what we were walking into. Like the, the weather reports kept changing. Like it was a mess. Then because of that, I was like, I need to go find like a rain poncho or, a right, or like a rain suit, something. Went on to like Amazon, figured out that they weren't going to actually show up in time. So I was like, okay, started driving around Buffalo. And apparently everybody had the same thought as me. I went to six different stores. I found one rain poncho. One. And uh, which way do I have to go here? That way. That, that's <laughs> not a poncho. No, that was something that I knew I had in my closet, actually. So like three years ago, I was at a Bills game. It was freezing rain. It was like 45 degrees. And there was a guy walking around selling those for $10. And I bought one and I put it on over everything and I stayed dry. And then I came home and I don't, I didn't know what I did with it. So I was going through my closet and was like, I have to have something in here, a raincoat, something. And I found that. And I was like... I just love that 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 was in your closet. You that were like, closet. you were like, going to the club, dressed <laughs> right beside it, onesie rain suit. Listen, I'm in my 30s. I don't care about fashion anymore, sir. I care well, about being dry 
and efficient in wisdom. Wisdom's yeah. where that comes in. So based on your Twitter account, I believe that you and I are the same age. Yeah. <laughs> Mario's the old guy here. Oh, Mario. I'm not going to ask you how old you are. I'm just going to tell you that I'm 36. Right? I, and, I mean, I, I'll, I'll yeah. throw it all the same. Yeah, I'm 36. Yeah. It, it made that assumption. So... <laughs> It's amazing how at 36 years old, you and I are in completely different stages of our lives where you're like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to wear this onesie where I had a conversation with my mother-in-law last year that I would rather be freezing cold than sacrifice the look that I'm going for that day. No. Like all my pants, I wear like, I wear like tight pants that are like, you know, short at the ankle, like in the middle of winter with my sneakers on. Guys got it. I have my own fashion sense. This is what people tell me. Uh, the comp, and I, I'm going to brag a bit because that's what I do. The compliment that I get, they uh, that I get from people. Um, the one girl I work with, a couple of my friends are like, "You're the only one that can wear sports shit every single day, but somehow turn it into an outfit." They're like, <laughs> "Guys wear sports stuff, and they just look like guys wearing sports stuff." They're like, yeah. "But you somehow assemble your outfit that." You actually like everything matches. Everything is supposed to look the way it is. Or like, and that's your outfit and you don't look out of place. So I'm very proud of that look. I looked a little out of place, but you know what? I don't know if you watched the cover. In this picture? Yeah, you did. You did look a little out of place. When when I, when I saw that pop up, I think it was Friday night. I just, I, I'm dying. I'm sorry. Because like, I knew how ridiculous I looked. I was going to comment something and I thought, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to wait until Wednesday. I'm not, I don't even want her to know that I saw this picture. I'm just going to download it and then I'm going to just keep it on my phone, which is weird because if you went through my phone, I have this picture of you and then I have that picture of you (laughs) for no reason whatsoever. So I just look like some fucking creep walking around with pictures. The winter months, like it's fine. Just keep following my fashion because at this point, it's like, well, we'll we'll make that a weekly fucking segment. Just, you know, and then I'll send you pictures of me in the winter when everybody else is bundled and warm. And I'm like in a hoodie and a thin jacket with a ball cap all, you know, looking like I'm ready to go to the club or some shit like that. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you're going to be looking real good. But, you know, who's going to be toasty warm? This girl. Yeah, but <laughs> see. And dry and dry. Here's the you thing. Know, that went- pops to that random man at the tailgate three years ago, because I'll tell you, I've. It's almost like a sauna suit. Like I was warm. I had a T-shirt on underneath that thing with a jersey over it leggings on the bottom i was warm i was dry all the rest of my friends and their little ponchos and stuff we walked out of that game they were soaking wet they were shivering and i was like i'm good <laughs> all right well speaking of somebody else who doesn't have a fashion sense ladies and gentlemen let me introduce you the co-host of the who's got next podcast with me connor and mike our regular buffalo bills insider and i think people may have figured this out kristen's probably going to be a pretty regular buffalo bills insider as well i've kind of co-hosted her to come on every Wednesday, as long as she doesn't come on drunk and make me finish start my show 20 minutes late. Um, ladies and gentlemen, the table jumper himself, Mr. Fashion. Mario from Hashtag, what's going on? You No, you go on the bottom, sir. You go on the bottom. Yeah, Matt, was I supposed to wear sunglasses? Is this what's going on? No, that's okay, what Ray so, does. This is what Ray does. I wear so. a pair of sunglasses as we as we do the pre-show, and then Ray immediately grabs a pair of glasses. Like Okay, first of all, first of all. Uh-oh, there you go. See, this is what happens when you're drunk. You just do things. You just first get of all, you you're not go. you're not very good at math. It's 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 K it's Kimmick eighty six. You couldn't figure out how old she was. 
No, I knew how old she was. I told her. <laughs> we're, I told her we're the same age. I said, based on your Twitter account, we are the same oh, age. That's God. what I said. Those are mistress glasses. Those are like when you won't, don't want to be seen walking into somebody's house. <laughs> see, those see, are amazing. That, that's what this outfit was missing. That's, <laughs> that would have just like I like it. You have it in the I don't give a shit bun on top. You know what I mean? Like you just like. You were like, how the fuck can I show the world that I just do not give a fuck? And that's that's baller. That's what we love about you, though, Kristen, because you just don't give a fuck. That's what happens when you come and, to uh, uh, building, man. It's all, about, it's all about comfort. It's not about style. I'm a Toronto hipster, so I just, I, you know. Yeah. Anywho, um, want to talk some Buffalo Bills. Again. First of all, talk the difference between Miami and Baltimore, Kristen. You were there. Uh, Mario, have you ever been to Miami and Baltimore? You ever been like I'm not the cities, but the games, the stadiums, in the stadiums with the fans. I have not. I have not. I've been to both places in the bar scene. I've never been in the stadiums, though, unfortunately. By the way, I'm hungover today, and I've been hungover all day today. So I can only assume you guys will feel like this tomorrow, just because. You know. Funny story. I forgot to tell Chris. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I said I have had one drink and. Do you, want, do you want me to read the DM that you sent me to everybody? <laughs> no, we're good. No, he's notorious that. for that. You got to watch out what you send Ray. Like, hold on. No, no, no. Four times. The stuff that anymore. I've texted him have showed up on. The hold show. on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I literally said to him, I was like, I don't drink anymore. I had one today at the, the bar down the street for me. I said, so get prepared because I'm going to be a little loopy. You know? And then you and then you came in and you're like, I'm going to grab another drink. Just give me a second. Yeah. I was like, so, I need a beer. You know? So. <laughs> You know, is that like when Charlie Harper quit drinking? Like he quit drinking, so he only drank beer. Was that how he quit drinking? Oh was yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It was a very hard <laughs> stop. I think with like a planned, like I'm, I'm gonna stop this for this, and then I made it to LA, and it was like I landed. I was like, I'm gonna have one gin and tonic, and that's become my thing. Is that like I have one drink and then? Whoop. Nice. I went to uh, I went to an over thirties bar on Saturday night. Just so you guys know, those have the. Was this actually like sounds more like a who's got next story, but I'll have to tell it now. Uh, but I went to an over 30s bar, and uh, I'll tell you what, it, at the age of 36, you're kind of in that weird category, right? Because you go to like a club club, and you're like the old guy in the room. You know, you go with your boys, you got bottle service, you're sitting here, you're like, everybody here is 15 years younger than me. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's, it's, and, but then you go to the, you go to the, uh, the over 30 bar, and you are like, it is the fountain of youth. I'll tell you that much. Like I was the young, fucking kid in that bar and um or club and my new pastime in life is watching people at over 30 clubs i mean get the fuck down to lady marmalade like it's just you've you've never you've never witnessed anything until you've been to an over 30s club and when fucking lady marmalade comes on and the floor is packed with like 100 people just getting the fuck down it's amazing yo drop some like britney spears toxic on that and i am in (laughs) I have been to one Toronto bar and I went in there and as I was leaving, they had a plate full of like Wegman subs as you that's, walked out with water. What bar did you go to? I was to, like, that's amazing. Like I can remember the name of it now. I was in my twenties. Like I have no idea. Well, for fuck's sake. We have epic. We have an epic bar scene here. We really do. But like ours is more of like uh things have changed a little bit. It's hard to find a place to like just go listen to music. Like the the do you guys sell bar bands in Buffalo? Because they're just dead up here. We don't have bar bands anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you? I don't know if I know what that is. A bar band? Like bands that play at bars? Yeah, you guys don't know bars. Bars. yeah we got those. We got those. What do is you? that? 
bands like that play you got, at bars. you have live music, just live live music, music at bars. bars. Oh, that's why I was like, yeah, is it like a band that plays in a bar? Oh yeah, yeah, we call them bar band. Yeah, so he, need, he, he needs an school. interpreter sometimes, Kirsten. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> because I'm from I'm from the real six. <laughs> the real six. Y'all are from the fake six. Seven. Will you actually will you do something for me really quick? Sure. Will you repeat this sentence back to me? Oh, sure. I'm out moment. and about fishing for trout. Fuck you. <laughs> first of all oh mara you know the rant i'm gonna go on here it is the, i've heard the, ac- awesome. the accent and the the vernacular that you guys accuse canadians of using down in your fucking you know, little united states mm-hmm. is the same fucking accent they have in like fargo in the dakotas it's not a canadian accent we don't talk like that oh, a boot i say about it's about it's a, about about it's, it's not a boot you know what I mean? Like it's, it's about. Guys, about. <laughs> so said, about 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 that's what I'm saying. About I'm trying to make it sound normal. Oh fuck you. <laughs> you know what? I appreciated having Kristen and, and uh, Mario on my show today. It was a great time. And uh I get kicked off his show immediately all the time. It's okay. Yeah. Well, y'all deserve it. It's been 16 minutes and 38 seconds. We started 20 minutes late. That's you guys it. are drinking like fucking fish, yeah, making fun of making fun of Canada on a Canadian sports show. You guys are really endearing yourself to the audience right now, and uh, I want to just uh, That's how it goes in the seven one six, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, the yeah. fake six. I get it because the four one six is the six. The fake six. About. You guys don't say the six, do you? Because that's what we say. Like we're the six. No, I don't like Drake. So I don't call it the six. I was just gonna say First I was of like all, it was the six before Drake. All right. So all this shit that Drake says, it's always been that. <laughs> fucking Drake. I just love how I hate that that's the representative. Fucking Mr. Degrassi High. I fucking hate that he's the, the fucking representative of Canada. Him and Justin Bieber. Kristen, I'm gonna value the time I have with you right now with Ray because when we do the Who's Got Next podcast, it's like a parent that has a child, but he's in public, he can't do anything yet. But then when they get home. He's going to verbally beat the shit out of me on the Who's Got Next podcast. Yes. Oh, I hope you enjoy it. Anyways. He's going to beat the shit out of me. Kristen, I I highly, maybe you could, just just tune in. It comes on immediately after this show. Okay. And I am going to keep Connor and Michael in in the waiting room, and I'm just going to verbally abuse Mario for 15 straight minutes in school. I'm going to, I'm going to dial right in on that. Beauty. Okay, guys. Phone calls. Rattle in his cage. So he, okay. uh, yeah. Can I fucking ask you one question about the Buffalo Bills? One? Sure. Yeah. Fun. Why don't you guys appreciate Jordan Poyer after his two interceptions this oh, weekend? Jesus. Pay no. the man. Pay no. the man. No. Right now. I want to talk about Josh Allen because you guys now in Buffalo are going through, as everybody knows, I'm a New England Patriots fan. For those of you who are new to the show, I'm not a Buffalo Bills fan. I just cover the Buffalo Bills. Um, so I do now compare this Buffalo Bills team to the Patriots a lot because their roles have obviously been reversed. Buffalo is the best team in the league. Um, you know, the New England Patriots aren't not even close. They're not even the, the they're the worst team in the, in the uh, AFC East. They're below the Jets now. So I, I can accept that. But what happens is when you become a good team, you take unnecessary criticism and your media starts to get harder on your players because expectations get rose. 
So I was reading an article this week after the the win against Baltimore, which great win, by the way. Tip my hat to you guys. Good comeback. Never stop fighting. That's what good teams do. They win. I think three, four years ago, Buffalo would have lost that game, but they're now champ. They're now like a championship caliber team. So they win it. And this article comes out. I think it was on Bill's Wire. And it's called Stock Up, Stock Down. And the first person on the list was Josh Allen. And they said Stock Down after this game. And they were trying to compare it to the game, but I don't like when we talk stock up, stock down, because socks should be an overall view, not a game-to-game basis. Um, in a game where I don't think they took weather into consideration, I don't th- I mean, we all saw what the fuck Kristen wore. The weather had to be horrible to be seen in public in that outfit. And as you go across this whole landscape of it, is it possible that Josh Allen in the first like two weeks of the season set the expectations so high that anything he does this year, that's not a four touchdown, five touchdown performance is going to make the sensationalized media or the casual fans or the raging fans not appreciate what they have in a quarterback. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. The last year, he was having he was having a very good year, and and the Bills were you know had to had to make a comeback and win some games, and, and he had a he didn't have his best game versus Atlanta. I think I think Chris can Kristen can attest to that. He had like very low completion percentage. It wasn't that well, but he rushed for two touchdowns. They ended up winning the game. Everyone was like, "To you, Ray, you know what you know you know when the Patriots at their height was were playing the Bills, and you guys didn't even think about the Bills as a threat. So you're like, okay." So if Brady had a bad game and they still won, no one, no one really cared if Brady had a bad game. No, they so, did. That's the thing, though. And this oh, okay. Is, and this is what I, I didn't did. even think, I didn't even flinch at it. The, the post game that we did, I was like, eh. okay. Because this, had- I'll read the quote. Do you want me to read the quote to you? Sure. Yeah. So I pulled it right from the article. Mm-hmm. They literally put him as stock down after the game. So that's why I'm bringing it up. Because Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, Julian Edelman, whoever, when the Patriots were at the height of who they were. They took a lot of what I believe to be unnecessary criticism. The team would win 42 to 10, and people would be like, I can't believe the defense let up that touchdown at the end of the game. That you're all the you know, they're exposed. So they're talking about Josh Allen, and they're like, you know, Allen had his worst completion worst completion percentage of 2022, going 19 for 36 for 213 yards. Uh, his early interception quickly put Buffalo in a hole. Uh, he was able to drag himself out of it. Like, but they're using these kind of things and they're not at all factoring in any of the context behind it. Right. So if I just read that to you, they're not factoring in that the weather was fucking horrible. They're not factoring in that. I'm sorry. The whole offense looked like shit in the first. It wasn't just Josh Allen's fault. You know what I mean? Like there was just something not clicking and the defense didn't look great. You know what I mean? The defense, it looked like they were trying to find themselves. It happens. They've brought themselves together. But what I'm getting at is, is I, you guys are now at the point where you're going to take unnecessary, unnecessary. So you may not have noticed, but that was a real fucking article written on a real publication about the Buffalo Bills. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't like it either. I mean, the way that I see it is that whenever you have a player that is just so above and beyond, like Tom Brady, like Josh Allen, like, you know, like Aaron Rodgers, we put them underneath a microscope. So it's not so much that like we, you know what I mean? Like when we had Tyrod Taylor, he was so me- mediocre that it was kind of like he did something great and everybody praised him and we moved on. You have Josh Allen who's doing great, doing great plays every other play. As soon as he screws something up, we're going to criticize the one thing that he does wrong. I mean, not me personally, but 
the media is, you know, and I think that that's a big difference is that the, the greater you are, the more criticism that you receive. So no, I don't think his stock went down. I think that Josh Allen is literally a hall of fame quarterback that is getting put in underneath a microscope and having everything really, really, you know, examined on where he could, there's not a, th- a lot of things that he does wrong. So we're going to, they're going to capitalize on the stuff that he does. You know, it, it also yeah. just occurred to me that it took 20 minutes for me to get to this subject. And I titled this episode, Josh Allen stock dropped after Baltimore win. And I planned on hitting it like right off the top. So it's like people hear right away, like, Oh, Ray thinks it's fucking ridiculous. I'm going to get murdered in the comment section now because people are just going to read the title and hear 20 minutes of nonsense. I'm going to be like, the fuck is wrong with Ray? He thinks of fucking Josh Allen stock dropped. He's such an asshole. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead, Mario. No, no, I was gonna say this, this, that's that's a person that you can tell who's actually in Buffalo watches him normally week to week, and then someone who's just writing something. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird though. You I mean you may say like, oh, from this and that, they do the kid guys do get put on a pedestal, and everything that they little every little thing that they do. Okay, he should throw six touchdowns every game. Well, that's not how the NFL works. Okay, he is a new breed of quarterback. We recognize that he is a quarterback that the Buffalo Bills fan base has been longing for for years. True. And then when you finally have that, you're like, okay, you have to be perfect in everything you do. It's like that scene from Remember the Titans. You know what I mean? It's like all this other stuff. I expect perfection. Yeah, exactly. And But when it doesn't happen, like, I think the media and everybody expected him to go into Baltimore where they've lost a few games in a row and expected him to dominate bell to bell. And it didn't happen. Had a tip pass for an interception. Had a couple drop passes. Like you said, the offense and defense didn't play very well. Second half adjustments came out. They were a different team. He was taking things a little bit into his own hands a little bit more. Okay, that's the Allen. So I think the fact that he had a half a game where he played phenomenal and the other half where it was like, this is not Josh Allen that we know, that's probably why his stock went down. And they didn't take all the other factors into play when it came to that. The weather, Baltimore's defense is getting a lot better and healthier at the same time. A uh, bunch of things that happened with the drop passes. Oh, they didn't take that into account. No. Crowder's out now, right? For a significant time. Uh, how does that impact? How I read today, significant time. I mean, he broke his ankle. Like, you know, it's probably more than my ankle this morning. I'll be fine. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're playing basketball, so I get that. But running um, down the court with like a boot, he's like, Crowder's <laughs> fine. It'll happen. It'll happen. Well, no, that's not the big news. The big news is the fact that Tavon Austin, I think, was oh, yeah. is getting released. Mm-hmm. Yes, because he's un- he's unhappy with his time, right? Does that really big news, though? Well, that a failed was... wide receiver isn't working on a good no, team no, no. where people Former... aren't going to care about him. Should we talk about Cole Beasley retiring, too? Well, we could. But the fact of the matter is this, is that Austin was the guy that they, everyone talked about and praised in practice for running, mm-hmm. being ja- being Lamar Jackson this week in practice and running all around. And all of a sudden, I guess that, that he thought that endeared him to some time, especially with the re- receiving cores being razor thin with some injuries here and there. I guess this probably signals the fact that Isaiah Hodges, it's, a, it's Isaiah Hodges' time to get called up. So I don't know. Shakir played great. You can't you can't deny what Shakir did. Um, Big but Shakir maybe, fan. Sorry, yeah. I was so I was so excited to see him. Um, now I don't follow college a lot, but I'll I'll follow it to an extent. You know, I knew that him coming in, it was somebody I went back. I watched some of his film. I was like, okay, he's somebody to kind of like keep an eye on. 
you could tell when he hit the field, it was like very blatant how much he's actually actually like prepared for that moment. This wasn't just a guy that came in and is just kind of like sat behind in the shadows. This guy has been working his ass off. And it was very apparent in that that game that, you know, you can just slot somebody in like that into, and, and I mean, limited, but like still in his limited opportunities, he took advantage of those and sh- like really showed us what he's got. So I did actually see something from Sal Capaccio today that the way, the way that Sal worded it, like, and I think he did it intentionally, is that he started off the tweet kind of like, you know, we're we're over there watching the secondary and then it got to a point where we noticed that Shakir wasn't there anymore and it got to a point that was concerning and then he dropped another little paragraph and he goes we just talked to Shakir turns out he went inside the stadium and because he said you know he's like it's great to be on the practice field but I want to practice catching snaps inside the stadium and I was like it's thing it's you know it's the mentality like that that I really that I'm excited to watch him and I Again, he's deeper, you know, he's deeper into our depth, but I'm excited to watch him. I think he's going to be a really good, like, tool for us over, not just, not just this year. I think he's going to be a really good one for us for the years to come. Well, Christian, Christian, you'll know this better than Ray. Uh, Bean has a type. Has what? (laughs) Bean has a type. Yeah. And Shakir, what you just said fits Bean's type. Yeah. Of what he wants on this team and the process and the blueprint that goes along with the Buffalo Bills currently, so. Yeah. How do you know I wouldn't know about that? Why would you pretend like Did you I study don't? The, the last five, six drafts that Brandon Bean has had, sir? <laughs> when I took this job to cover the Buffalo Bills, I did a lot of fucking research, asshole. A lot. <laughs> a lot. Kristen, you is know, there any way we can get rid of him? Hi, Montgomery. You don't know a good therapist, do you, Kristen? Because oh. this. Uh, yeah, I'll send you all my people. Yeah. You need one, Ray? Why am I here? Here, go ahead. Oh. All right, we can do this. We can do this. No, so, Kristen, no, I'm, I'm very curious. The the, the I'm Montgomery. He just I'm Montgomery. It's fine. We got to get out of here. Doesn't even work. <laughs> what doesn't even work? You're still here playing stuff, and we're trying to talk. Hi, Montgomery. <laughs> anyway, there's uh, like fucking six people that get this right now. Kristen, get a give me a give me a uh, prediction for the game score. We need a score prediction for Pittsburgh. real quick, thirty seconds or less. Oh God, uh, thirty-two sixteen bills. All right, what's your what's your? I couldn't even calculate that. Does that make sense? It, the, they'll get there somehow. Twenty-eight ten bills. All right. What did you what did you say? Yeah. Mario, uh, what did you say? 2810. <laughs> Anyways, appreciate y'all. Kristen, tell the good people of the Team Bundle Network where they can find you. You can catch me at Bill's Mafia Babes for the organization account. And that's the same across all the platforms. For those of you who missed that, because I put the music too loud like an asshole, it's on Twitter at Kimmick86. Douchebag, you want to tell people where they can find you? 
you can find me uh, in about five minutes over on the Who's Got Next podcast, and you can find us. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is hashtag sports. Find the YouTube channel hashtag sports at on Twitter at hashtag 2.0 on Instagram at hashtag sports. Find them on the Dean Blundell Network at deanblundell.com. Find their podcast, find their blogs, find all of that kind of good stuff. Follow me on Twitter at dpn underscore ray. Find me, of course, on deanblundell.com. Tonight, I'm going to be telling the boys why fucking postseason baseball in Toronto is like nothing else they could ever experience. Possibly the Bills going to a Super Bowl. I think that would probably be what the equivalent of what we're going to go through here in the six coming up. Appreciate all of you tuned in. Make sure you tune in to uh, dblundell.com. Follow us on Twitter at dblundellnet. Until next time, never forget, you're all legit, kid. Looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness? Then check out the Natural Man Podcast. Join me, host Mike C, as we explore all areas of human wellness, physical, mental, and emotional. Learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health. Remember, your doctor works for you. Learn biohacks, neurohacks, ways to improve sleep, and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain app, and at naturalmanpodcast.com.